to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church in a Year. Today is day number 290, and we begin with number 2214. The Divine Fatherhood is the source of human fatherhood. This is the foundation of the honor owed to parents. The respect of children, whether minors or adults, for their father and mother is nourished by natural affection born on the bond uniting them. It is required by God's commandment. Respect for parents, filial piety, derives from gratitude towards those who, by the gift of life, their love and their work, have brought their children into the world and enabled them to grow in stature, wisdom, and grace. With all your heart, honor your father, and do not forget the birth pangs of your mother. Remember that through your parents you were born. What can you give back to them that equals their gift to you? Filial respect is shown by true docility and obedience. My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. As long as a child lives at home with his parents, the child should obey his parents in all that they ask of him when it is for good or that of the family. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Children should also obey the reasonable directions of their teachers and all to whom their parents have entrusted them. But if a child is convinced in conscience that it would be morally wrong to obey a particular order, he must not do so. As they grow up, children should continue to respect their parents. They should anticipate their wishes willingly seek their advice, and accept their just, their just admonitions. Obedience toward parents ceases with the emancipation of the children, not so respect which is always owed to them. This respect has its roots in the fear of God, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The fourth commandment reminds grown children of their responsibilities toward their parents. As much as they can, they must give them material and moral support in old age and in times of illness loneliness, or distress. Jesus recalls this duty of gratitude. For the Lord honored the father above the children, and he confirmed the right of the mother over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins, and whoever glorifies his mother is like one who lays up treasure. Whoever honors his father will be gladdened by his own children, and when he prays he will be heard. Whoever glorifies his father will have long life, and whoever obeys the Lord will refresh his mother. O son, help your father in his old age, and do not grieve him as long as he lives, even if he is lacking in understanding. Show forbearance, and all your strength do not despise him. Whoever forsakes his father is like a blasphemer, and whoever angers his mother is cursed by the Lord. Filial respect promotes harmony in all of family life. It also concerns relationships between brothers and sisters. Respect toward parents fills the home with light and warmth. Grandchildren are the crown of the aged. With all humility and meekness, with patience, support one another in charity. For Christians, a special gratitude is due to those from whom they have received the gift of faith, the grace of baptism, and life in the church. This may include parents, grandparents, other members of the family, pastors, catechists, and other teachers or friends. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now 
I am sure, dwells in you. Father Jack. Thanks, Bill. You know, it's striking to if if you're able to if you're following along on uh in the in the catechism if you're just listening it's hard to look these things up but um but I, I was struck sh- struck in by how many of these references are actually in the Old Testament I think three or four from the book of Sirach and another three or four from the book of Proverbs right quoting pretty heavily about how a child should uh you know what a child owes back to uh to their parents and there's a really and it, and it really does start with this uh, this quote from Sirach, uh, what is it? It's uh, chapter 7, verse 28. Remember that through your parents you were born, and what can you give back to them that equals their gift to you? Um, you know, that comes with a, uh, a very you know, kind of easy to see uh, presupposition, which is that life is a good gift, right? And the, and the greatest gift, um, and it's something that you know, philosophically we can kind of know, that as much as it's bad to have pain, it's worse to be dead. Right, um, that uh, because there is no return from death, at least naturally, um, and so when we look to this, that it forms the foundation of how a child should return, because the child has to recognize, has to have the, uh, in a sense, the humility to understand they didn't earn this gift. I think it's one of the hardest things to to grasp on ourselves, and I think it's one of the reasons why we've uh, so many Catholics fall away is. Because there's a we're we're not doing well to kind of express that reality of a gift that is unearned. Um, so for family life, well, we see it in entitled children, um, which does happen, obviously. Um, and and in in the faith, it's it's a similar thing. We don't recognize that our life is a gift from the Father, and because of that, we often see it as everything that is evil is a sign of his incompetence or his inability. But the reality is we didn't earn a dang thing of it. We, we don't deserve to walk the earth. We, do, we don't deserve heaven like we so often speak about. But if we can kind of grasp, if we're able, this is uh, to recognize that it's all been a gift this whole time, well, then obedience comes a little more freely, we see that the, the response of obedience to the rightful will of the parents um, is something good. And then we also want to transfer that authority down to those who the parents have entrusted us to their care, which is where uh, teachers, for example, why, um, you know, or, or babysitters or, uh, you know, other family members, grandparents or aunts and uncles, cousins, what, what, whatever it may be, we owe a certain respect and obedience to them as well. But I think it's also striking in a um, as as a millennial um, to see that there is a, a a shift that should take place between a child, a young child, and an adult child. That that respect never fades, but obedience does, and that's not a problem. <laughs> that that we shouldn't look at that and go, wait, wait, what? Um, you know, we always owe something back to our parents to show them rightful honor. Uh, to them, but we also uh, are told in, you know, for example, Genesis that um, a man leaves his mother and clings to his wife. That 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 is a real breaking that takes place uh, in in life. That that a, a mother of a or father of a of a grown child should not expect obedience in the same way that they expected out of them at ten years old. That would actually be disordered. Um, Rather, you know, we don't we don't gain a new right to to speak to them poorly, uh, but rather 
we just have a different relationship with them that has developed. Um, that something though that is great for us to experience and know, but also one that uh, all of us need to recognize from where it comes from. 